This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I recognize this... PSA may only apply to some of you, and some of you may not care. I venture to guess that you all feel the same way about any conversation that revolves around trailer now, too. <laughs> Isn't that the worst? That is the worst celebrity relationship nickname ever, but I'm so using it. Trailer. <laughs> As in tractor trailer. <laughs> Anyway, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, well, then you are blissfully unaware. But for those of you who know, this is not actually about trailer. I bet more people care about trailer than care about what I'm about to tell you next. And that is the Ryder Cup is underway and it's on TV. If you're into golf, if you're into the Ryder Cup, it's already teed off near Rome. Started about 16 minutes ago, which means we get live golf over the course of our show. And I think that's cool because periodically throughout the year, throughout the calendar year, we have the opportunity to watch these international events unfold live. And this is one of my favorites. Because of the time change, we get the benefit of seeing it and talking about it before any of the other radio shows here on the network, which is kind of cool. In addition to that, the Baltimore Orioles hit the century mark. Sweet. They will be the top seed in the American League. The Atlanta Braves secure home field throughout the playoffs because they are a juggernaut. The Cubs take another loss, in fact, a sweep. The Marlins are in quite a pickle. And they blame the Mets. (laughs) Do you think the Mets did it on purpose, Jay? There's a chance. There's (laughs) There's, definitely a chance. There's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. We will get you all of Major League Baseball, including a loss for the Rangers that makes the AOS that much tighter. But you know we are off and running. We are off and David Montgomery into the fourth week. Of the NFL season. I feel like everything I said about the Packers this week is now moot. And I know it is a week-to-week league. And you ask any player, any coach, they will tell you it is extremely difficult to win. But, okay, period. No but there. I mean, there is a but coming, but (laughs) it is extremely difficult to win. Matchups play a part. Injuries play a part. All of that matters. Not to mention the short work week, 
how guys prepare, mentally how they recover from the week before. You could play this game between Packers and Lions another hundred times and they're likely to split because that's kind of what they do. Although not in the Aaron Rodgers era, but we know he's gone. I actually wrote a CBS Sports Minute that included the line, Aaron who this week? (laughs) What is wrong with me? It's as though Aaron Rodgers called on the football gods to pay it back to the Packers. (laughs) I don't have your number. You're not going to have my number. (laughs) For the first time ever. Okay, maybe not ever, but it seems like first time in forever. The Packers didn't even have 25 yards in the first half. What? What? Are you kidding me? Bums. <laughs> Jay, stop it. Wait, why don't you make yourself useful and come put the golf on my TV in here? Is it not on? No. I have the game up top and I have Sports Center down bottom. Can you come fix it? I could try. All right. What channel is USA? Not USA Today, but USA. Should be 52. Today. Oh, well, the game's on 54. So I'll leave the top one, and you're saying just put the, put the remotes over there. <laughs> uh, I, could, I could fetch it. Dang it. It's all right. I suppose I'll suck it up and pay attention to what I'm doing. It is far. <laughs> it is. Actually, you know what? It's my radio show. I'll it's, be right back. It's, it's kind of <laughs> out of the way. I mean, you're getting closer, and you got it. Picked it up. There we go. I remember one time. We had a technical difficulty when producer Jay was away on vacation or, I don't know, was sick or something. And I was working with a fill-in who will remain unnamed for the purposes of protecting his identity. <laughs> and I remember some something happened with the microphone or with, I don't remember exactly what it was. Something malfunctioned horribly and I wasn't on the air. Now I'm... Pretty sure it was on his end, but whatever. Likely. Anyway, instead of helping and trying to figure out what was wrong, since I wasn't on the air, he just started talking like it was his radio show. He started telling everyone what was happening and, and just in, in general was just shooting the Just doing breeze. like play-by-play play yeah. of the moment? Well, kind of, but mostly just acting like it was his radio show. You think this was like sabotage? <laughs> no. I never actually thought of that, but I do remember that I was so annoyed because instead of helping me, which is his job is to figure out how to get my microphone over the air. He just starts talking like that's like he needed like it was his duty. It was his civic duty to jump (laughs) in and make sure the radio show still had a voice on it. Should at least try to maybe fix the mic first before nah. you resort to that. No, he but. just started talking. Like it was his oh, it was his big opportunity. It was his breakthrough, Jay. I'm he just started talking I, like it was his breakthrough. I'm thinking there's some sort of sabotage here. <laughs> I wasn't here, so I don't know, but No, you don't. But it was pretty dang funny. And I was so mad that he didn't care. All he wanted to do was just hop on the mic and, and be a ham. That's all he wanted to do. He was like waiting for something to happen like that. Oh, yeah. Probably. Probably was sabotage. Didn't even think of it. But, you know, that never happens anymore because that 
dude is not allowed back on the show <laughs> for a variety of reasons, not just that one. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. It's producer Jay. And uh, moving forward, Jay and I, we're only taking vacation when the other one takes vacation. Wait, does that mean you're going to be taking vacation for a week and a half while I get married? Oh, yeah, probably. Sweet. Okay. It's around the holidays anyway. You always take time off around the right. holidays. Didn't go so great last year when I did that, but. Well, true. If you had only, just, maybe you should have taken off the week before instead. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> I'm Monday morning quarterback. <laughs> oh, gosh. So week four is off and running, and the Packers, wow, look like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. From the last time we saw them, fourth quarter at Lambeau, pulling off a comeback against the Saints. Now, keeping in mind, New Orleans did not have its starting quarterback, and once Jameis Winston entered the game for Derek Carr, the Saints never scored again. So there was that. The door was left wide open. But I expected something more from the Packers. How about try to run the ball? Just fake it. Uh, maybe just fake it, <laughs> just attempt, but they didn't. And even after Jared Goff throws an interception on the first possession and the fans are into it and the Packers have a little bit of momentum and the defense gives Jordan Love and his crew the ball, they did absolutely nothing. Do you know in the first quarter, this this uh, I mean, this is shocking. Even with an interception by Jared Goff, do you know in the first quarter that the Lions had 194 yards? The Packers had one positive yard. One positive yard. I didn't even know that was possible. Right after the interception, they go four plays and get zero yards. Like They don't even move the ball. They go nowhere with it, and they kick a field goal instead. On the very next possession, which, by the way, was sandwiched in between two Detroit touchdowns. We'll get to Detroit coming up here in a second. The Packers go three and out to the tune of minus 11 yards. So now they're in the hole, bless you, minus 11 you. yards. The next three and out nets them seven yards. So now they're at minus four for the quarter. Minus four yards for the quarter. <laughs> the very next drive, no yards. One play picked off. Really, you have to try hard to be that bad. It was a 24-point hole by the time they got to half on their own field. And I'm not saying that the Packers... by themselves, created this mess. <laughs> the Lions had a lot to do with it. A lot to do with it. But at some point, I expected Green Bay to respond, and instead, they were squashed. They were squashed, they were smoked, they were slammed, and the Lions did whatever they wanted to do on both sides of the ball. The Packers just got pushed around on their own field. So credit the Lions. As much as I like what we saw from them in the first game of the year, so also a Thursday night game, how about that? Their second Thursday night game in four weeks. And didn't they also play on primetime? Was it Sunday night? 
I feel like they've already had three primetime games, but I could be wrong. Anyway, I'd have to go back and check. But this is two times in four weeks that they're playing on Thursday night, meaning they've got the stage all to themselves along with their opponent. And I'm not sure they could have played much better at Lambeau Field on this night with a now cocky quarterback. Wow. Jared Goff is feeling himself. He's all up in his feels. And with a running back that's now healthy and spry and wash, rinse, repeat for David Montgomery. Motion man Laporta initially handed off. Montgomery walks into the end zone along the left side for a touchdown. Strong blocking up front. Jackson, Glasgow. The Lions are controlling the line of scrimmage, and they've taken a 13-3 lead on Green Bay with 2.54 to go in the first. Goff up under center. Montgomery the lone back behind him. Second and goal from the Packer two. Montgomery again. Cuts it left to the house. Touchdown Detroit Lions. David Montgomery, second touchdown of the night. The Lions extend their lead. What a first half by this football team. Fourth and goal from the one for the Lions. Why not? Goff up under center. Single back is Montgomery. Goff takes, turns, gives to Montgomery. Straight up the gut. Fights his way in. Touchdown Detroit Lions. David Montgomery powers it home. And the Lions extend their lead. Dan Miller on Lions Radio, Iron Eagle on Westwood One, whatever he wanted to do, as in run roughshod. All up and down Lambeau Field, all over the Packers. I guess Green Bay didn't learn its lesson from week 18 of last year when the Lions knocked them out of the playoffs. This was total domination. And your Detroit Lions are now 3-1, and one, sitting all by their lonesome, on top of the NFC North. The hype train. Oh, it is speeding down the tracks. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You can find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio. We'll have our After Hours Game of the Week poll up before long. It's a good thing we didn't have the option of putting this one in it. And then also on our Facebook page, named after the show, many of you have already found part two On our YouTube channel, part two of Ask Amy Walks Down the Aisle. It's actually my favorite part. And once again, producer Jay did a masterful job with the editing. And I shocked him. For his efforts, I shocked him with a couple of my answers. So you can check out those YouTube videos on your own time. But we are blown away by the response. It's funny because a couple people have responded with, how arrogant do you have to be? Or who do you think you are? Nobody cares about your wedding, blah, 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 blah. And yet we've seen more numbers and more views, more eyeballs on these YouTube videos than anything else that we've put up at any point. So we are, well, we're grateful that you're checking out not just the video, but I'm telling you, Jay's editing is amazing. And all of your FAQs about my <laughs> My wedding and my future marriage, those are in part two. So check it out when you have an opportunity. I haven't even shared it on social media yet, but you all are finding it. So thank you. Lots of new subscribers to our YouTube channel. Producer Jay is over the moon excited. He may never skip work again. 
He may never take vacation again because you all have made this his happy place. Well. No. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Dan Campbell, thrilled with his running back, especially thrilled that he's now healthy again. 32 carries, 121 yards, and for you fantasy weirdos, just kidding, that includes me, uh, he had three touchdowns. I didn't realize this, but that was David Montgomery's first time to get a win against the Packers, so that that's pretty impressive. And then, and uh, three touchdowns, um, first time that we've had a Lions running back that's gotten that here at Lambeau, so that's pretty impressive. Yeah, you think? And overall, the team had 211 rushing yards. I kind of feel like... That is an absolute invitation to be cocky. If you're the quarterback of a team that just rushed for 211 yards on the road in a rivalry game on primetime TV on a short work week, oh yeah, you definitely can be cocky. And so Jared Goff loves the way they ran the ball and he wants to point out that the Lions are available to be flexed However and whenever the NFL would like them to appear in primetime. We like it. Keep putting us in primetime if you want. We feel good. <laughs> I heard a, an interview with him on Westwood One after the game. So the, the pairing on Westwood One was Ian Eagle with Joe Thomas, the Hall of Fame offensive lineman who spent his career with the Browns. Really good stuff. R- unique perspective, not only because he is now a Hall of Famer, but because offensive linemen, they kind of can see everything that's happening in, in terms of the offense. They ha- just have different vision. So I really appreciated his insights. But they talked to Jared Goff and asked him, and I remember who it was, if it was Ian or if it was Joe, but they asked him about getting respect, about the Lions being considered an actual contender or a good team. And he gave some answer that sounded like, well, three and one speaks for itself. And so he definitely is comfortable and confident now to the point where he sat on the Amazon prime set after the win. And he singled out Ryan Fitzpatrick who before the game on the, the the pregame set had called Jared Goff a poor man's Matt Ryan. Thought I played better throughout the rest of the game. Uh, hope it's up to your standards. You played a lot. But <laughs> okay. you, you played very well, dog. Okay. Very happy. I, 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 this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I didn't know it was a poor man's anything, but... but oh, know, he hears okay. that. He's listening. I heard about it. That's oh, all. Oh, 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 Call him oh, out there, Dick. Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. Receipts. I, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> Matt Ryan's a pretty good player, too. Matt Ryan's a hell of a player. I told him. I'm he- giving you a hard time. I appreciate it, man. It sounds like someone's yelling, keeping receipts. I don't know if it was Jared or someone else who said keeping receipts. Um, but yeah, they have a was a f- four or five man slash woman set. Uh, it's Carissa Thompson, Carissa Thomas, Carissa Thompson, Carissa Thompson, who does the, uh, essentially is the anchor, who does the MC role. And then, you know, you've got Richard Sherman and Ryan Fitzpatrick and Andrew Whitworth. And I think it's Tony Gonzalez. Sometimes I don't pay attention to pre and post game, um, but certainly when something like that is said, you have to expect that even if Jared doesn't hear it himself, and I highly doubt Jared heard it with his own ears, someone told him. Someone went to him and told him, either after the game was over, when he was getting ready to go on the Amazon Prime set, or before the game as a bit of motivation. That's just how it works. And so Jared Goff had the benefit of a run game that was locked in, and he's able to play a lot freer that way. And there was some quick redemption right after the interception. The Lions get the ball back. They score on their next drive, and it's off to the races. Up 24 points at halftime. He doesn't even have to do that much. 210 yards passing, a touchdown, the pick. Doesn't get hit a ton. Couple of sacks. Meanwhile, Jordan Love scuffled and struggled, and the Lions never left him alone. He's going to be smelling lion's breath in his dreams, his nightmares, if you will. So we will talk more about this game, of course. We'll hear from Matt LaFleur, who's testy. Uh, Jordan Love and other members of the offense trying to explain it, the optimal word being trying. And then... Since we're off and running like David Montgomery into week number four, we've got to put up our game of the week poll. Ooh, Bills and Dolphins. I cannot wait. Yes, Bob is in town. Bob's going to have to watch Bills and Dolphins. (laughs) Huh. Hope he likes Bills and Dolphins. I know he likes football. Yes, Bob is in town, but I am here. I wouldn't leave you. On a football Thursday night. I I'll will see you later. I will leave you on an NFL Sunday when it's time to get married, but I won't leave you on a Thursday night. Credence to that. <laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. If you want to talk about something beautiful, they did it again. Over there behind the Lions bench, just a sea of blue here at Lambeau Field. Reminiscent of last January when they did the same thing. When the Lions came in here and knocked Aaron Rodgers and the Packers out of the playoffs, they represented, and they did it again tonight. 
They are over there just chanting, let's go Lions. Full throat behind that Lions bench. That was outstanding. You know, that was that was a fun one for the guys. And, uh, you know, I really, it, it was a total team effort, you know, and, and it's easy to go through here. And uh, it's actually not easy to go through here and start picking out individual <laughs> players. There's a ton of guys that played really well. We have our own standards, our own goals of what we wanted to do. And certainly one of those is win division. You got to win. You know, you got to win your division games, and uh, and man, if you can get them on the road, uh, that goes a long way. So we knew that, and uh, this is important. You know, it's not the end all, be all, but it is important. I feel wind underneath my freaking wings, man. <laughs> this is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. It's going to be really difficult to slow down the hype train now. If you didn't believe in the Lions before, I would say it's time. And Jared Goff wants you to know this is what they expect week in and week out. This is not the aberration. This is the rule for your Detroit Lions. We felt like we really dominated the whole game, maybe take out 10 minutes of the fourth quarter. Um, other than that, we really dominated the whole game, and uh, it's it's you know what we expect to do. You know, We, we have a good team, and we have a, we have a good offense, a good defense, a good special teams. we got good skill players. we got good line on both sides. Like, we, we should, you know, do that at times when things are clicking. And the defense definitely deserves a ton of credit because as much as it's easy to get distracted by the gaudy offensive numbers the Lions put up in the first half, a lot of that is because they had the ball the majority of the time. Uh, I, I mean, the defense for the Lions just kept slamming the door in the face of the Packers, and this is on their own field, Right. And just giving it back to their offense. It's a lot easier to score 27 points at the half if you got the ball the majority of the time. There was a 17-minute difference in time of possession. This is in Green Bay. The Lions had the ball 17 minutes longer than did the Packers. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. One of the major questions is about running the ball or the fact that the Packers did not run the ball. It it seemed like in the first half they didn't even try to establish the run. They finished up with just a dozen carries and not even 30 yards. Every area, there's a lot of improvement out there for us. I think any time that you go out there and you can't effectively run the football and conversely can't stop the run, that's a recipe for losing football. And that's what happened tonight. And... Give Detroit credit. We knew they were a tough opponent, uh, but they 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 manhandled us uh, really in every phase. Oh, but the reporters weren't done. They wanted to hear more about how the Packers got smoked and manhandled and crushed and dominated. What do you think happens when you have a for, to cause a first half like that where you just you couldn't you got nothing? I mean, we saw Pete. I mean, we got our ass kicked. If I knew, it wouldn't have happened. Matt, they didn't blitz until um, the that, last. That's a BS question, man. They didn't blitz until the last play of the first half. Um, they sent four or less most of the time. And why couldn't you guys protect? Do you think? It, it wasn't good enough. They whipped us. They manhandled us. Again, if I knew the answer to that, it wouldn't have happened. I mean, it's a good point. I don't think the questions were meant to be rhetorical, but in that case, aren't they kind of? They have to be because if he knew what happened. Or why, I guess. He knew what happened. But if he knew why, 
he would have done something to fix it or change it or adjust it. It was really like a hype train picking up speed and picking up momentum on the tracks and just running right over the Packers at Lambeau. And he was also asked about Jordan Love's performance, and I quote, Matt LaFleur says, it's hard to throw on your back. Now, that refers, of course, to the fact that Jordan was getting hit and rushed and knocked over and sacked. Officially, five sacks. But he was pressured a ton. Threw a couple of interceptions, of course. The the 230 yards total offense, it didn't even feel like that much. They were always in his face. They hit him another 11 times. So it is difficult when you're constantly rushing. And when you're playing from behind, then, of course, you're even less likely to attempt to run the ball because it really takes too long. And so when Matt said that, the reporters asked Jordan about the trust in his offensive line. It's not not trust in the protection. Um, There's but, not not you know, trust. A good D line, and, uh, you know, we just we didn't do good enough. Um, and... Uh, you know, I think it, it, it's it takes all eleven. You know, it's it's not just O line. It's me not you know getting the ball out quick enough on some plays. You know, reads are open. Just um, it goes back to just not executing. So, um, but it's it's definitely not just on the O line. It's that takes all eleven. It's all all offensively as a whole. Um, but we just got to do better. It's not not trust. <laughs> it's not trust, but it's not not trust. <laughs> It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Marco Belletti, are you a Ryder Cup person? No. No? No. So even if it's red, white, and blue versus Europe, you don't have to be a golfer person. Well, to that's be the a thing. Ryder I'm Cup not person. a big golf person. But, uh, but you can be a Ryder Cup person without being a golf person. Um, I guess you can. Have I watched it before? Yeah. Do I understand it? Yeah. Do I really get into it? No. Uh, Okay. Well, it's on TV and it's live right now because it's taking place uh, near Rome. And already Team USA is behind the eight ball in a couple of the different matches. So they're already underway in foursomes or four ball. I'm not sure which one's first, foursomes or four ball. Oh, foursomes. Uh, And already Europe is up in the first two. Stunner. Yeah. I'm going to blame the fact that the li- there's a live golfer on the U.S. team. Let's, let's oh, is that what it is? No, okay. it's not. Right. It's dumb. We're doing? I really think it would be so great, though, if <laughs> Jay and I are rooting for this. If the Ryder Cup is still hanging in the balance on Sunday when they're playing the you know the one-on-one, the match play, mm-hmm. and it's Rory versus Brooks Kepka because he hates Liv. Like I hate Liv. <laughs> it would be so great. Play better. It's always the answer. <laughs> Uh, it is nowhere near as much fun to do radio, sports radio anymore, when we can't use salty athletes. <laughs> it just makes my day. Salty coaches, so salty Luckily athletes, enough, we got plenty of them, including oh, Matt LaFleur. All the time, yes. Oh, that's Why right. Why are you so pissy, Leon? <laughs> uh, so it's almost Friday, and... It's been a week. I am really looking forward to the football weekend, but truth be told, I'm mostly looking forward to a little sleep. Is that bad? My fiance's in town, and what I care most about is sleeping. <laughs> You're talking the wrong guy. When you care, sleep is always the most important thing. So, no, I don't take that as a bad thing at all. Okay, good. Uh, he has to work on Friday anyway. So, while he's working, I get to sleep. There you go. 
Amen to that. Okay, on Twitter, After Hours CBS, we'll have our Game of the Week poll up. Also on our Facebook page, our phone number is 855-212-4227. We are watching the Ryder Cup live. I have no doubt that Marco is going to provide updates throughout. (laughs) Uh, We will start to look ahead to week four in the NFL, but that's only after we get to some Major League Baseball. Baltimore Orioles reach the century mark. Wowzers. Best team in the American League. World Series contender. Looking forward to the fresh blood. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. It's one and one. Check a second. Here's the pitch. Kerstad off the end of the bat. Shallow left center field. Falling. Falling. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It's in there. It's off the glove of Rafaela. It gets behind Abreu. Here comes Frazier around third. He's going to score. First down to second base. There's the out on run the Orioles were looking for. It is two to nothing in the bottom of the eighth on a soft hit to the opposite field as the Orioles get it done and make things a little bit easier once we go to the ninth. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Oh, the drama was building at Camden Yards. And even before they got to the end of this game between the Red Sox and the Orioles, do you know what happened? Do you know what was announced at Camden Yards? A new 30-year lease for the Orioles to remain in place. And I know that was a point of consternation and a worry, a fear, and anxiety for many Orioles fans. But they are not moving. They are staying for the next 30-plus years. And wouldn't it be cool if they could add some World Series swag or a banner or a flag Now, that remains to be seen in October if it comes to fruition, but they take a giant step on Thursday evening. One and one, two outs, bases clear, ninth inning, two nothing O's. Here's the one one pitch. Ground ball out to third base. Arias has got it. Six, throws the first, and you can celebrate, everybody. The Orioles in 2023 are American League East champions. It all culminated in this. It started with a rebuild, an incredible 2022 season, and then you make it to 2023, and the Orioles, they are the ALE's best. Fireworks all over the place. Orioles celebrating right in front of second base as the bullpen comes in, and they will join the party right behind the pitcher's mound. It's going to be a party all night long in Baltimore. You better have a good excuse for your boss. No school tomorrow. Just a celebration of this 2023 Orioles team that has clinched the American League East. 
Nobody gave us a chance to start this year. Nobody. That's a hundred wins right there. That's a hundred wins on our first step. We just won the AL East. Let's go! <laughs> Brandon Hyde, he was taking it personally. Congratulations to the Orioles. 100 wins, which is nothing to sneeze at. 100 wins. By far the best record in the American League, even though the battle uh, with the Tampa Bay Rays kept us company most of this season. It's really impressive to see the way that the Orioles have rebounded from what was a season two years ago that featured 101, excuse me, 110. Let me make sure I get that right. 110 losses in 2021. These Orioles lost 110 games, and now they are a 100-game winner. And yes, the Rays battled them. In fact, the Rays had the lead in the ALEs for a good portion of the first two-thirds of the season, first half of the season at least. They're sitting on 97 wins, so they're three games back. They're headed to the playoffs themselves. But the Orioles have clinched the AL East and best record in the American League. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Brandon Hyde, a little calmer when he finally got to the microphone and the podium. We won 83 games last year, and you know, that was kind of the message in spring training was we're going to build off this 83, and no, we're not surprising the teams anymore. They, people know how talented we were, but nobody was giving us an, a, a chance to to win, um, it was in every publication everywhere that, w- that we were going to uh, regress. And mm-hmm. I wanted our guys to know that. And they took it personal, and, and uh, we just won 100 in the AL East. As a baseball fan, fun to watch, you know. As a, as a team in the East, it's not fun. You know, uh, they do a lot of things right. Uh, their pitching program is, is legit. Their pitching program is legit. I feel like they are a great combination of offense and defense. And it didn't come easy for them either, which is something else to appreciate about the Orioles. It's been a rebuilding project. It's a good core of young stars or young, better than average players. If you don't think they're stars yet, Adley Rutschman is certainly a star. And you can hear the theme. I could play audio from multiple Orioles, but you can hear the theme throughout carrying over from what Brandon Hyde said. The season was personal. A lot of prognosticators and experts, a lot of analysts predicted, put it out there into the universe, spoke it into existence that the Orioles would back up, fall off from their 83 wins a year ago. And yet that's not what's happened. By the way, it's loud because they're in their clubhouse celebrating. I think guys are very proud of the work that we put in uh, day in and day out to get here because we fought, we fought from behind. And, uh, you know, I think it just shows the kind of work and the character that we have in this locker room. All the articles and stuff about playoff odds from the beginning of the season. like Everybody kind of counted us out. Um, and then as the season progressed, I mean, uh, we kind of showed them what, uh, what we're, we're here to do. 
That's Dean Kramer, who finishes up with 13 wins, a 13-5 and five record. Both of those uh, post-celebration, well, in-celebration reactions, in-celebration comments on Masson. So yay for the Orioles. I love it when it's new teams. I love it when it's fresh storylines, and the Orioles are providing that. Uh, we don't know about the AL West yet. So we have division winners in the AL East and the Central. We also have the division winners in all three of the NL. I I hate repeating words. We have winners in all. I shouldn't have said division winners twice. We have all of the winners secured in the various NL divisions. Oh, that sounded so much better. Just so much more. Hmm. Erudite. Anyway, uh, we still have one division champion and a couple of wild cards to hand out before the regular season is done. So the Texas Rangers and the Seattle Mariners, they were finishing up a series, and it's going to be good to the last drop in this AL West. Hernandez looks in. Now the stretch. And the 1-1 on the way to Crawford. Swing and a fly ball to left field. Back of the ball is Carter. On the run, it's over his head. On the track. Off the wall and a hop. One run will score. Two runs will score. Cal scores. Dylan Moore scores. A walk-off double for J.P. Crawford. And the Mariners' hopes are still alive for the wild card. J.P.'s getting mobbed out in center field. The Mariners come from behind and win it. A final score of 3-2 to two on a walk-off double by J.P. Crawford. Deep down the left field line, over the head of Evan Carter, on the warning track. Cal Raleigh scores the tying run. Dylan Moore easily scores the winning run. And the Mariners come from behind and beat the Rangers tonight by a score of 3-2. to two. How about that from the Cardiac Kids? It seems like that is exactly what they should be doing, and there's a lot of celebrating that's going to happen inside. Enjoy this one. Let's go! <laughs> Celebration taking over here. Emotions taking over here. J.P. Crawford heads inside, and we head to Brad Adam and Ryan Roland Smith for more on this game. <laughs> all right, Jen. Well, first of all, we need to apologize for our good friend, J.P. Crawford. The emotions got the best of him. We apologize for the uh, profanity. <laughs> on Root Sports, the crew had to cover for a J.P. Crawford who steps up to the microphone. <laughs> and Jen asks him a question, and he just yells out, Let's believe it go and then walks away. And so the man, <laughs> the Mariners crew had to cover for him. Oh, and it was awkward for a second there, but whatever. You don't put a microphone in front of a guy who's celebrating a walk-off and keeping playoff hopes alive if you don't want something like that. <laughs> it's after hours, CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 